Have you ever considered the impact your work environment has on your health and your productivity? Enter Uplift Desk, a revolutionary standing desk designed to transform the way you work. And that's just the beginning of what Uplift Desk has to offer. With an emphasis on ergonomics and customization, Uplift Desk offers a solution that caters to the dynamic needs of modern professionals. Whether you're coding, designing, or podcasting, like I am right now, the flexibility to switch between sitting and standing can significantly enhance your focus and vitality. What makes Uplift Desk stand out is not just their commitment to quality and innovation, but also their dedication to creating a healthier workspace. With options to customize from over 100 desktop materials and a plethora of accessories, Uplift Desk ensures that your work setup is uniquely yours, promoting better posture and movement throughout the day. And here's an offer to get you started on a healthier work journey starting today. Go to upliftdesk.com slash timecrafting for 5% off your order. That's upliftdesk.com slash timecrafting to get 5% off your entire order. Your health, your productivity, your future self will thank you. Again, that's upliftdesk.com slash timecrafting and get 5% off your entire order today. Have you ever had that heart-stopping moment when you realized you forgot the password to a critical account? I have, and that's exactly why I switched to 1Password years ago, and honestly, it's been a game-changer. I can't do without 1Password, and I know that if you give it a try, you will feel the same way. And when you support our sponsors, then you support the show. So I encourage you to check out what 1Password has to offer One of the things 1Password has to offer is it combines top-tier security with an award-winning design, making password management a breeze for anyone, anywhere. From the moment I started using 1Password, I said goodbye to the days of resetting passwords and worrying about security breaches. You see, 1Password isn't just about convenience. It's about saving you from the real cost of data breaches and the daily time suck of password resets. It works seamlessly across all your devices, filling in passwords for you so that you can sign in with a click. And the best part, all you need to do is remember one strong password that protects everything else. I've been using 1Password for as long as I can remember. My family is using it. Everyone in this household has bought in. It's, again, a game changer. It's completely transformed how I handle my digital security and my family feels the same way. We've gotten away from using the same passwords again and again and again, or sticky note reminders or having that notebook that says passwords I must remember. Plus, 1Password is trusted by millions, including giants like IBM and Slack. With 1Password, my digital life and my family's digital life is not only more secure, but infinitely simpler. And look, if you've ever been frustrated by a family member constantly asking for passwords, 1Password's secure sharing has been a total relationship saver for me. It's so secure that the Associated Press relies on it in high-risk areas, which means it's more than capable of keeping your digital life safe and streamlined. So why not make the switch? Protect yourself, your family, and your business with 1Password. It's the simple and secure way to manage your digital life. And right now, listeners of A Productive Conversation get a free two-week trial at onepasswordcom slash productive convo. 
That's two free weeks at onepassword.com slash productive convo. Again, onepassword.com slash productive convo. Check out one password. I know you'll fall in love with it like my whole family has. Again, that's onepassword.com slash productive convo for two free weeks. Check it out today. Have you ever looked into fasting and thought, I love the benefits, but I can't go days without eating? Well, that's where Prolon comes in, transforming the fasting experience with a plant-based nutrition program that tricks your cells into thinking they're fasting without actually having to stop eating. Developed through decades of research at the University of Southern California Longevity Institute, Prolon is not just another diet, it's a scientifically backed program designed to support your body's natural processes. Now keep in mind, this isn't about cutting out food, it's about providing your body with the right nutrients to enter a fasting state while still eating. The program includes snacks, soups, and beverages, all carefully designed to support healthy blood sugar levels, cardiovascular health, and even reduce abdominal fat. And the convenience? That's unmatched. Everything you need comes in one box delivered right to your doorstep. Thousands of doctors now recommend Prolon for its health benefits, backed by Nobel Prize winning science. So if you're looking for a way to kickstart your health journey with all the benefits of fasting and none of the hunger, Prolon is the answer. And right now, Prolon is offering a productive conversation listeners 10% off their five-day nutrition program. Go to prolonlife.com slash timecrafting. That's P-R-O-L-O-N life.com slash timecrafting for this special offer. Again, that's prolonlife.com slash timecrafting. Check it out today. Ever found yourself deep in a project, your flow state so intense that the world around you just fades away? That's the magic zone where ideas take flight and your work truly comes to life. But what if, in a blink, it could all disappear? Hard drives fail, coffee spills, and yes, even the dreaded accidental delete happens. But fear not, because Crash Plan has your back. Don't wait for disaster to strike. Head over to crashplan.com slash timecrafting now for a free trial and secure your creations with their limited time buy one, get one offers. Supporting our sponsors means supporting this podcast. So take a moment to check them out. CrashPlan is the superhero of cloud-based data protection, specifically designed for people like us who live and breathe their digital creations. CrashPlan ensures that every file, every idea, and every piece of hard work is safely backed up and protected. With CrashPlan Professional, you get unlimited backup for your computers, not servers or cloud apps, just pure essential data protection for PC, Mac, and Linux. This means your business plans, designs, music, and documents are continuously encrypted and updated in their secure cloud without you lifting a finger. Imagine this, your laptop takes a dive during a late night work session. With CrashPlan, it's not a disaster, it's just a minor hiccup. Their service runs quietly in the background, safeguarding every change you make every 15 minutes. And if the worst happens, your files are just a few clicks away from being restored with unlimited version retention acting as your personal time machine. For businesses, CrashPlan's multi-tenant capabilities are a game changer. Buy as many licenses as you need, manage them with ease, and let your team or your IT admin restore data seamlessly, saving precious time and resources. 
So go to crashplan.com slash timecrafting now to sign up for a free trial and take advantage of one of their limited buy one, get one offers for a productive conversation listeners. That's crashplan.com slash timecrafting. Back up better with CrashPlan. Ever caught yourself marveling at the seamless magic of everyday tech, like how noise-canceling headphones block out the world or the sheer bliss of meeting-free Fridays? Now imagine if there was a way to bring that kind of magic into selling online. Well, guess what? There is, and it's called Shopify. From the moment you decide to launch your online shop to opening your first physical store, and even when you're pinching yourself because, yes, you just hit a million orders, Shopify is there to guide your growth. Whether you're selling shipping supplies or the latest productivity tools, Shopify supports you everywhere with their all-in-one e-commerce platform and in-person POS system. The checkout, oh, it's a breeze for your customers, converting up to 36% better than other platforms. And with Shopify Magic, your AI-powered assistant, you're selling more with way less effort. And you won't be alone in your Shopify journey because Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S., supporting giants like Allbirds and Brooklinen and millions of entrepreneurs across 175 countries. Their award-winning support is always there, making sure businesses that grow, Grow with Shopify, and yours can be one of those businesses. And for those looking to level up, Shopify's endless integrations and third-party apps from on-demand printing to chatbots ensure your business is always ahead of the curve. So what are you waiting for? Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash timecrafting, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash timecrafting now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. That's shopify.com slash timecrafting. Meal planning is important because it prevents us from being a disappointed wreck when dinner time comes around and we have no clue what to make or even if we have the ingredients to make the meal. It's a time and a money saver, but most importantly, it frees up valuable brain space. Creating a meal plan prepares us for the week to come and gives us peace of mind that we're organized and can feed ourselves and our family. That's why I do it and that's why Plan to Eat helps me do it. Your subscription includes access to the Plan to Eat website and fully featured mobile apps on iOS and Android. And Plan to Eat gives you the tools to clip and organize recipes from any website, the ones your family loves and that fit your dietary preferences and needs. And you can create a meal plan around your schedule. Then what happens is the Plan to Eat software automatically creates an organized shopping list based on your plan. So sign up for your free trial at plantoeat.com slash timecrafting. That's plantoeat.com forward slash timecrafting. The coupon will be automatically applied to your account and can be used when you're ready to subscribe. It's valid for new customers only. Give Plan to Eat a try today. I'm Mike Vardy, and this is the Productivityist Podcast. Welcome to the Productivityist Podcast. I am your host, Mike Vardy. And this week on the show, Craig Filek joins me. He's the executive director of the Purpose Genome Institute. Now, this is a really interesting conversation because we talk about this idea, this concept, this uh, methodology uh, called purpose mapping. And uh, Craig, he, he, he dives into this. He's got over 20 years of experience in, in dealing with deep inner work. So he created and developed purpose mapping so he could bring his own life into alignment after walking away from a seven-figure business and what he thought would be his ideal life. So now what Craig does is he guides high achievers around the world to realize their full potential. And 
does that by helping them clarify their purpose, aligning with their flow state and making a meaningful contribution every single day. So whether you're an executive, entrepreneur, investor, professional, they all seek Craig's guidance when making life-changing decisions. And this is a really, there's a lot of gold to be mined in this conversation. So let's just get to it. Here's my conversation with Craig Filek here on the Productivityist podcast. I'd like to welcome Craig Filek to the Productivityist podcast. Craig, thanks for joining me today. Thanks for having me, Mike. All right. So I want to dive into uh, purpose mapping today. That is what we, you know, you're the creator of purpose mapping. And one of the things that I've been looking at when I've been following uh, your work when we're doing the research for this is this idea of purpose. And I think that productivity often gets um, confused because people spend time doing things that they're really not either it doesn't either they're not meant to do or it's it's not aligned with ultimately what they should be doing and i'm wondering if you could kind of share with my audience what purpose mapping does and how that can help people kind of funnel their 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 productivity in the right way as opposed to just trying to do as many things as possible and maybe not getting the outcomes they want sure it's a i mean it's a huge question um i, I think i would bottom line it by saying that uh mckinsey global research Research did a study on executives and found that executives in flow are 500% more productive than when they're not in flow. And flow is defined as that optimal state of consciousness where we perform at our best and we feel at our best. So when we're talking about productivity, we're talking about really getting into that flow state. I mean, getting stuff done is cool, right? We get a little dopamine hit from just checking something off the checklist. But getting into flow is really what it's all about. You know what I'm talking about, Oh, absolutely. Right? Just, the Hallie sent me high has written about it. Yeah, we've, yeah, That's definitely. right, yeah. And and there's things that you personally do. I mean, you know, there's there's different ways of talking about it. And we have been in this conversation for thousands of years. I mean, the Greeks were talking about eudaimonia. And but there's just all of these um, these different markers that are pointing at the same thing, but there are things that you do that put you in flow and there are things that you do that knock you out of flow. And I, there's another model I really like, which is, you know, your zone of genius, mm-hmm. right? And then there's your zone of excellence, which is, yeah, you could do it, but it's not really like the highest and best use of your time. And then there's your zone of competence where it's like, okay, it's, this is the drudge work. And I think a lot of people end up doing a lot of this in their, in their jobs because, I think, I think work is just organized poorly. And so uh, to the degree that you're able to organize your life, uh, I'll say this too, when people get to the end of the purpose mapping process, they say, okay, Craig, great. I know my purpose. How do I make a living with this? And what I tell them is build your contribution system. The thing that you do that makes the greatest contribution to the world that you receive money for or whatever it is, you know, however you're getting compensated, build that contribution system around your flow state, around the reason you exist. And everything will start to uh, reorganize in your life. You'll, uh, you'll start to say no to things with much more clarity and confidence because it's not going to put you in flow. It's going to take you out of flow and then you're going to hate yourself for it right? And all these compensating behaviors that come up that also take us out of flow. So, so it's like virtuous cycles and downward spirals. And, and what we really want to do is identify what are those things that are in our zone of genius. And it's only a couple things, one, two, three things, and just double down on that and build your systems around that. Organize your office around how to just focus yourself on doing those things and get really good at saying no to everything else. 
So what led you to create purpose mapping? Because there's lots of systems out there. There's different frameworks. And and yeah, obviously, um, you kind of touched on that a little bit in the, la- the answer to the last question. But there must have been something that pulled you in that direction to say, you know, there's got to be a better way for 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 me to for me and and others to be achieving and doing so in a way where the the outcomes aren't, let's say, you know, not what we desired or empty to a certain degree. Yeah, yeah, I think you know, there's layers to it, right? Because this is part of my life's work. Uh, I was adopted at birth, and so the questions of you know, who am I and why am I here have always sort of haunted me. And um, when I became a father uh, in my mid twenties, you know, there was just this way that I couldn't, I couldn't just travel around and be a free spirit anymore. I mean, I wanted to, and also have health insurance, right, for my kids. So, <laughs> yep. so I was trying to figure out how do I do this, you know, and the whole like, you know, uh, digital nomad, internet, you know, laptop millionaire. That wasn't a thing yet, you know. This is this is uh, before all that. So. So I was trying to figure it out without any templates and, you know, eight week courses and, you know, people with Instagram accounts making me jealous. Like I was just kind of feeling into how do I live an authentic life? And I got into, uh, you know, started my first business with a partner who was trained in Michael Gerber's E-Myth. You familiar yep. with that? Yeah, yeah Michael's yeah. been on the show, actually. So, yeah, we've talked about we've talked about it for sure. Brilliant. Yeah. I mean, he's a, he's a genius. Right. And so. So looking at the systems philosophy, and you know, he of course talks about your primary aim and your strategic objective for your business to support your primary aim in life. And then Tony Robbins is talking about purpose and mission, and you got Stephen Covey, and you know, just all of these guys that I would go to the library and pull out stacks of like cassette tapes, you know, and drive around in my sales job and and, and just listen to these all the time, trying to keep my mindset up. Uh, they were all talking about having a clear why. And they use different words to describe, you know, mission, purpose, primary aim, you know, your why, all these things. But I noticed that they were all pointing at this common idea and that, and that it was something that they all said was a non-negotiable. So that put it on my radar as something that was important because I wanted to be successful. And, and so as I started looking into the who am I and why am I here, um, you know, I got into personality profiles. So the Myers-Briggs mm. and the Colby and DISC and Enneagram and all these different things. And all of those kept pointing at um, an overlap, like a Venn diagram of this was in the ballpark of my purpose. And I started saying, oh, that's really interesting. They're all pointing at a similar thing here. And then the signature strengths, right? They're all pointing at these are the things that are going to put you in flow. And I just started putting these pieces of the puzzle together by doing this large survey of all this. You know, if you if you could see me, on, uh, I'm sitting in my office, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of books, and I've probably listened to hundreds and hundreds of more over the decades. And when it all boils down to is this framework that I call purpose mapping, where you're looking at, you know, who am I and why am I here at the existential level? How do I get myself into flow so I can feel who I am and why am I here beyond a concept? It's not just like, you know, something I write down, a platitude, and I stick it on my desk and there it is, or on my coffee mug. It's a feeling. It's a real present living experience, right? It's coming fully alive. And then there's this strategic portion of how am I actually going to do that on a regular basis? So this is where I make a distinction between purpose, the reason you exist, and mission, which is your strategy for living into that purpose, right? For activating Mm -hmm. your your strengths and your zone of genius. And that's a three to 10 year, big, hairy, audacious goal that you'll actually get to the top of this mountain, plant your flag and say, I did that. When people confuse purpose and mission, 
they say, yeah, my purpose is to climb this mountain, whatever that is for you, right? To produce this album, write this book, you know, graduate from grad school, whatever that is. And they say, that's my purpose. Well, then they hit this existential tailspin as soon as they accomplish it. And it's a mess. And so we need to make that distinction, right? Your purpose is why you exist. And it's pretty, it's pretty permanent, right? You might, your understanding of it might evolve slightly, but it's like, once you get it, you pretty much have it. Your mission is something that you're, it's strategic. You're con- like a company, you're constantly reviewing it. Like, are we on track? Do we need to tweak this this quarter? And then when you accomplish it, it's like, boom, awesome. Okay, let's pick another big mission. And so you walk that down into a milestone and a clear next step. And then you have at the bottom of this are the daily practical, tactical uh, practices, you know, for yourself, your body, your relations and your systems. And that systems quadrant, that's where that contribution comes from, which brings it full circle back to the top, which is your purpose. And so that's why, I mean, why I created it is because I just wanted to, I just wanted to be a peak performer. I just wanted to succeed. And everybody kept talking about these things. And, and so what purpose mapping is, is like, it's like the minimum viable framework for living your life successfully. And Mike, I'm sure you've got components of all of this. What I find is fascinating is when people get them all sort of lined up and, and, and see how they all relate to each other, it's like this chiropractic adjustment to the mm-hmm. soul, as I call it. And the alignment that comes from that is extraordinary. So what's, how's it evolved? Because, I mean, you use it every day, and obviously it's any, any good system that has a framework, I mean, obviously it's got some fluidity within it to a certain degree. So over, yeah. you know, over the years you've been using it, what... What would you say has been the biggest kind of evolution or the things you've noticed that has that have changed? If anything, maybe it hasn't changed all that much as you've kind of not only used it for yourself, but also brought it to the fore for other people to use. Yeah, that's a great question. So so within the framework, you know, the, the nice thing about a framework is it gives you some structure that you can then play within. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's kind of like these are the boxes we got to fill in, but how you fill them in is a little fluid. And so I give everybody that goes through and I still do this. You know, I don't do it every single day for, you know, 10 years, but it's like, you know, I'll go, I'll do two, three months where I'm doing this every single day and then I'll just get buried into a project. And, you know, that's my focus. So what I do every day is um, I write it out. You know, my purpose is creating illuminating games, right? That's my sort of purpose statement with my strengths of, or my purpose, pardon me, is drawing forth light, which is what I do. I work with people and I kind of draw out what is within them that is most, you know, highest and best by creating illuminating games with generously centered service. And that's one thing that's evolved in the purpose mapping process is, you know, I always looked at the shadow right? From a Jungian sense, this part of ourselves, we hide, repress, and deny. Uh, and then about, I don't know, three years ago, when I really got serious about leading with purpose mapping, you know, for, for my coaching practice, I was building businesses and things before this. But when I made this my main focus, I really started looking at the model and I realized, you know, I got to get the gold out of the shadow, mm-hmm. right? In the Jungian sense, right? Um, Joseph Campbell would say, the cave you fear to enter holds the treasure that you seek. And so doing that, that added this layer of alchemy that is pretty astounding, right? Because we all have these parts of ourselves that we wish weren't there, and so we push them away. But when you realize that that's actually where the, the really good stuff is that you're looking for out in the world, that you contain it within you, and you can touch that, that's a pretty extraordinary experience for people. So, so that's something that's added. And then I'll just write my vision, my mission, my milestone, and then what is my next step? What is the thing I got to do today? And as long as I do that on a daily basis, it keeps me focused and it keeps me growing. And those, those pieces will change because I'll do the next step and I'll accomplish the milestone, right? And I'll adjust the mission. 
And I'm constantly doing a zero to 100 kind of rating on these things to just give myself a barometer. Like how resonant does that feel? Does this need to change? You know? And, uh, and so that's how the, 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 within the framework, it stays very fluid and alive, but the framework itself is slowly changing more like geological time, right? It does evolve over the decades I've noticed as well. So when it comes to frameworks, uh, and, and especially when it comes to purpose mapping, there's going to be a barrier to entry, I think, for people because they're so used to doing things a certain way. Either, I mean, I notice this when people are working with me and, and, and working in time crafting is is that they there's something about like they've just got these old habits or this old way of thinking, this fixed mindset that um, it really is a, a tough nut to crack for them to say, oh, so I can, you know, in my case, I can theme my time. I didn't think I could, but I can. Uh, you know, what are what is what are some of the barriers to entry? that you've noticed, or maybe there's one particular one when it comes to purpose mapping. And then, you know, a follow up to that, because obviously, um, it's not a it's not a blockade to entry, it's a barrier. How do you help people get through that? Because that's, that's a that's a tough road to hoe for some people. Yeah, gosh, you know, I I don't experience it. And I think the reason is because when people come to me, they're ready, they're ready. Mm-hmm. They're ready. Yeah, I use the hero's journey as my model. And, you know, there's always in the hero's journey, right? You start in the ordinary world, which yeah. for the people I work with is, you know, they're just kind of, I call it the golden hamster wheel, right? You got the car, the, you know, the career, the wife, the kids, the, you know, houses. And and you're just sort of on this golden hamster wheel where you climb the ladder to success, but now it's not really going anywhere, right? It's just going around in circles. And then they hear the call. And then the next step in the hero's journey is the refusal of the call. Mm-hmm. And then they meet the mentor. And that's where I pick things up with them, right? And then we cross the threshold and we go. And it's like they've already had the refusal and the resistance and the barrier before they got to me right. is what I experienced. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So how does one get started? Like, I mean, obviously, they've, they've gone through this. They've, 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 ha- they've heard the call. You're there. What, you know, obviously, you go to the website, which is linked to, uh, we're going to have in the show notes. But, you know, as a bit of a spoiler alert, I guess, is yeah, yeah. what happens when people jump in when they're ready to test drive it? What, what's what how does how does that work for them? Right. So so there's so basically what we do is we start to examine the aspects of your psyche that are easy. Right. We start with the way of being that feels the best. And then we look at your signature strengths. You know, what are the things you do that put you in flow? And that's easy and that's cool. And so that kind of gets people, you know, moving in the right direction. And then we look at what are the things you do that take you out of flow? And that's a little ouchier. And people tend to think of that as their shadow, you know, like, oh, I withdraw or, oh, I withhold or, you know, whatever those things are, I procrastinate. But then now that we've, you know, we're looking at a quadrant here. And so we've got the upper left quadrant your essence, your way of being that feels better to the right of your strengths down below to the bottom right is your downfall. Then we've got this bottom left. We sort of painted your shadow into a corner because it's slippery, right? It's hard Mm -hmm. to pin down. But when we do, all of a sudden there's this sense of psychological wholeness. And this is the first sort of phase of completion of like, oh, wow. You know, like that really pinched to admit, but now that like I've shared it and I've faced it myself, it's like you get that power back, right? All that energy you're using to push it away, you get that back. Plus you get the power that you were pushing away. And it's just social conditioning that creates this shadow. It's not like, you know, you go to other parts of the world and they wouldn't even think it was that bad. But, you know, we've been taught to think that, oh my God, I'm bad for having this. And so that's the first phase. 
And it's, it's just that in and of itself is a revelation for people. It's just to see themselves in this map of psychological wholeness and just go, wow, okay, like I'm really okay. Then we go in and get the gold out. And that's where it gets like, wow, okay, now we're really getting into some deep stuff here. And then we connect that gold with your strengths. And that creates, you know, what you'll see on the website is this diagonal, this Z axis, which I call the axis of purpose, connecting the bottom left quadrant, the gold and the shadow which is the liberated energy, attention, and power you need to fuel your strengths so that you can timescape, so that you can do you know these things that um, I, I'm in a rut, right, and, I'm, and I don't see a way out. When you liberate that gold, all of a sudden things become possible. It's like somebody just wrote you a check for $50,000, and you're like, whoa, there's some possibilities all of a sudden that I didn't feel a moment ago. And so we proceed from there. And when people start to struggle with it, so let's say, and and I mean, I'm sure there is some instances where people get stuck, you know, um, or at least they they appear to be stuck. It, have you found that 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 does take place in certain particular areas, or does it happen? It's it's very subjective. And if so, how do you kind of help people through that? Because obviously, or do, how does the process help people through that? Yeah, I well, I've experienced it, that a couple of different ways. Um, you know, one thing that I, that I am very adamant about with all my clients is that I am not a stickler for when they finish the program. Mm -hmm. Uh, I had a, um, one of the first female bankers on wall street and you know, she was in, she was retired, but she was looking for a next career. I mean, she was only like 60, you know, she barely at halftime. Uh, so she was looking for her next great adventure. And in the middle of the program, you know, right before we got to the, the, the deep, like what's, you know, what's actually going and face your shadow, sort of face that dragon. She took off for like uh, indefinitely, as far as I could tell, like she like went to Greece, to the islands, like couldn't <laughs> communicate. And I was just like three months went by and I was like, well, I guess that's as far as we're going together. And then she comes back and I'm ready to go. Right. And boom. And she did amazing work. And I was like, huh, Maybe I just need to kind of let this go. And so, you know, there's that idea of Kronos, right? Like the watch on your wrist and yep. then Kairos, which is soul time. You know, you're familiar with this, right? Because mm -hmm. we kind of, we deal in both. And so I just let it, I just, you know, I put calendar blocks on, I put it on repeat and I say, okay, your slot is noon on Wednesdays. And I just set that to repeat. And then, you know, if they disappear, okay. Um, but they always come back. And I find that that time to incubate and experiment, explore, and just kind of let the work really settle in them is a necessary part of the process. And so it, it may feel to them like they're getting stuck. But to me, I've kind of at this point, I'm just like, yeah, you're okay. I'm, I'm here. You know, you'll come back because they want to complete the process. There's this, there's this almost like in music, there's this structural tension, you know, dun, 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 dun. your brain yeah. wants to Complete, right. And so that's the way I've structured the entire process so that your mind wants to seek its own completion. And in the process, yeah, you face a couple things, but you feel empowered from that. And so there's nothing so scary that people don't recover. And it's cyclical, I would imagine, too. Right. So, for example, Absolutely. you know, I mean, yeah. there's going to be times where they need to revisit it in its entirety just to brush up on it or even just, you know, recalibrate. Right. That's right. Well, you know, I, it's funny. I had a, um, a lawyer. She was the top estate planning lawyer in Boulder. She ran her business for six years or seven years. And for six of those years, she was the number one estate planning attorney in Boulder. So we built her, her business, her, her contribution system around her purpose. And she ran it. And she, she succeeded in that mission. 
You know, she really nailed it. She bought the house on the lake overlooking the mountains and, you know, raised her two boys. And then all of a sudden that became the ordinary world. And she called me up and she said, Craig, I need to take another journey. Like this is, <laughs> I'm starting to go nuts. Every, 90% of what I do every day is making me crazy. And I said, great. And, you know, it was a, it was a hard year. I mean, she had to face a lot of stuff. She, she really had to dig deep. And she just signed her first client who's what you would call like a, a crypto anarchist, right? Mm. Like a Bitcoin whale who wants to change the world and actually has the resources to do it. And came, found her and she's going to protect his, you know, his estate so that he can do it in a way that is insulated from any governmental attacks, you know, whatever it's going to be. And it's just like, boom, this whole next level of her gift and her contribution is coming through. And she's realizing that, um, you know, she, she had to go in and, and face the parts of herself that were self-limiting and get the gold out. And now this whole next adventure is emerging. So yes, it's absolutely cyclical. And, you know, every time you complete a mission, every three to 10 years, you're going to want to do a deep revisiting, but through the process as well, you know, every time you hit a milestone or get to base camp or just even every day, if you're really struggling, like sometimes I'm really struggling, like, how do I get through this? And I have to do those daily reflections on where am I going to find my flow today? What can I commit to that I can actually achieve to get that dopamine and move this project forward. And then I do, and I feel better. And next thing you know, I'm back in the clear and things are zooming again. So, so we do, we need to continually revisit it, you know, at the daily, weekly, sort of quarterly, annual, and, you know, every time we complete our mission level. Well, we're going to revisit more in our bonus episode for members. Uh, it's three more things. So if you're a member, you'll be able to catch, uh, catch that. If you're not, you can head to productivityist.com slash membership and learn more about how to get that content as well as a whole bunch of other stuff. But Craig, before we wrap up, why don't you uh, let people know where they can find you and how they can learn more about Purpose Mapping. Great. So I set up a special link for your listeners at purposemapping.com forward slash productivityist. Awesome. Awesome. We'll have that in the show notes too for those who are um, have difficulty spelling it like I do from time to time. Yeah, I was thinking that. <laughs> Um, and they can also find you on Twitter too, right? You're at Craig uh, Filek on Twitter as well, right? At Craig Filek on Twitter and um, on Facebook at Purpose Mapping. And uh, I think on LinkedIn, it's Craig Allen Filek, A-L-L-A-N Filek. So you can find me all over the place. Craig, thanks for joining me today on the Productivities Podcast. Thanks so much, Mike. There you have it. Craig Filek, great, great guest. I, I highly encourage you to check out Purpose Mapping. And of course, you can look at all the things we discussed in the show notes. Uh, I had a great conversation with him. I'm really, really keen on seeing where he goes with this and, and just learning more about it. And I hope you will too. Uh, that's it for this week's episode. Uh, big thanks to uh, John Polster for producing the show, as well as the bonus episode, which if you're a member, a patron, you're going to get access to. So you head to productivityist.com slash membership to learn more about that, because there's a lot more there than just the bonus episode for this week. Uh, thanks to my team for putting together the show notes, making the graphics and the artwork and all that stuff. And thanks to you for listening. I really do appreciate it. And I'll see you next time here on the Productivity is podcast. Until then, remember to stop guessing and start going. <laughs> <laughs>